we have really focused our efforts on providing housing and vacations for middle America. And we established ourselves in the secondary and tertiary markets before it was the it place to be, if you will. We really pursued opportunistic buys on the multifamily side. This is your daily real estate syndication show. I'm your host, Whitney Sewell. Our, our guest today went from $100 million in assets under management to over $3.5 billion in five years. And we're going to learn how he did that. So many details. Kip Soden, he's the chairman and CEO of Reef Holdings Incorporated. He has over 34 years of experience in commercial real estate with a strong background in real estate brokerage, mortgage banking, acquisitions, development, and asset management. He has been active in sales for more than 12 million square feet of commercial real estate and over 36,000 apartment units throughout the United States. Kip has built an amazing team and has grown very fast in the last few years. Uh, It's been incredible. I think he said he had like 15 employees five years ago uh, and now has many hundreds. Uh, I mean, they have grown very fast. They're vertically integrated. Uh, He is in different types of properties uh, as well. He's going to talk about that and how they have grown. Uh, It encourages me to think about, you know, what what can be done in five years, but just even having a vision for that as well. I hope that squashes some limiting beliefs for you as a listener. It does for me. And uh, you're going to learn a lot from Kip today. Kip, I am excited to have you on the show. There's I tell you, we've done almost 1,400 interviews in the last three years, and there's not too many operators we've had on who have you know the scale that you do. I want to give the listeners just a little, I want to draw them in a little bit here. I mean, you you all invest over what, $1.34 billion? Is that what you said last year? Or maybe have that in assets just purchased last year? I know you're going to clarify that in a moment, but it's an impressive background that you all have and just the scale that you have at your company, over 36,000 apartment units and 12 million square feet of commercial real estate. It's quite impressive. Kip, give the listeners, though, a little more clarity there on just your scale, your business, how you all have done this uh, to some extent, and we're going to dive in. Uh, Whitney, thank you, and it's a pleasure to be here. I appreciate you having us on your program. Let me start by uh, correcting a couple of things. One, uh, yes, we have seen just incredible growth over the last five years, and we did uh, close, had our largest, biggest year uh, was 2021 amongst our five different platforms, which I'll talk to you about. We closed a total of $1.34 billion in transactions. And as a company, we are currently around $3.5 billion in AUM, assets under management, amongst our five uh, main platforms. Those five platforms are our multifamily platform that's acquiring existing multifamily assets and secondary and tertiary markets throughout the south southeastern part of the United States. And it is our largest of the five. Then we have a robust beachfront hospitality and resort platform, which is acquiring hospitality assets and iconic locations on beaches. Currently in that division, we own two properties on Panama City Beach, one on Pensacola Beach. We're building a high rise on Pensacola Beach now. Uh, We bought a property on Cocoa Beach. We bought the Sea Palms Resort on St. Simon Island and just in the last 90 days closed two additional hotels, one on Surfside, South Carolina, another in uh, Hutchinson Island, Florida. We currently have two more hotels under contract in that division on Amelia Island. So very, very, very busy. Nice. Ground Up Development is a third division or platform uh, within the Reef 
companies, and it too is very, very active today. We have seven apartment projects under construction, primarily Texas and Tennessee, and we have two large resort hospitality projects, one on Galveston Island and another on Myrtle Beach that we will be uh, starting this year. Then we have Reef Communities. Reef Communities is set up to buy large tracts of land in uh, high growth areas that are in big demand for residential housing. And when I say large, I mean very large. First takedown was 3,300 acres in Midlothian, where we've designed you know, hiking, biking trails, 8,500 single family lots, probably 3,000 multifamily units, another 2,000 BTR, build to rent, town centers, schools, lease, fire, you know, complete city. We've got another 3,000 acres in that same division under contract just outside of Austin to do a very similar project that we expect to close at the end of this month, March 28th, I believe is that close. Uh, and then our fifth vertical or uh, division is our extended stay hospitality, where we're building ground up extended stay hospitality all over the country with uh, ESA, Extended Stay America, in Woodspring, which is a choice brand. Recently completed one in Missoula, Montana. We've got three that were breaking ground in Salt Lake City, one in Athens, Georgia, one in Smyrna, Tennessee, one in Kerrville, and one in Gallatin, Tennessee. So very, very active. Today, we're about 400 employees. When you look back five years ago, we were 15 and had $100 million in AUM, and today we're over $3.5 billion. Really, really growing. I want to dive into that a little bit. I mean, $100 million to $5 billion in five years. I mean, that's so impressive. And it's, uh, you know, most people dream of getting to $100 million. I was just at a conference of about 1,000 people this past weekend, real estate conference. And I mean, just dreaming about, you know, $20 million, uh, much less, you know, have even the vision for five billion in five years. Three and a half billion is where we are today. Three and a half billion. Right. Across the five platforms. Right. That's so impressive. You know, would you just speak to when did that vision happen for you? You know, or like early on, let's, you know, if we went back five years, did you foresee like we're going to have these five divisions and we're going to be able to pursue, you know, or have 3.5 billion in assets? You know, what did that look like then? And maybe we could talk through a few of the things that help make that a reality. We have been, uh, we have really focused our efforts on providing housing and vacations for. For middle America. And we established ourselves in the secondary and tertiary markets before it was the it place to be, if you will. We really pursued opportunistic buys on the multifamily side. Typically, we would come in and, and buy an asset, call it a C plus or a B asset, and then renovate it and move it up to a, you know, a C plus to a B or a B plus a B to a B plus or an A and so on. And over time, you know, when we started developing a reputation of always transacting uh, more quickly than some other of our competition would, we were seeing more and more deals and it just, it fed upon itself. We have a very loyal retail investor following, probably 1,600 investors in, in total have invested in, in multiple deals and it's just kind of continued to grow. Friends tell their friends and it's, 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 it's been a great evolution for us. Yeah, no doubt about it. Same thing with the Beachfront Hospitality Platform in that we're really catering to middle America. 
you know, the majority of the population. We're not trying to be the Ritz Carlton, but we're providing this beautiful beach water experience for average American. You know, speak to some of the steps that were taken early on to be able to, you know, be experts in five different divisions like that, right? I mean, I, I think about that and bringing expertise on our team, like I can't be the expert in probably five different asset classes, I mean, about how have you done that? What does that look like, uh, you know, and even early on to scale, you know, like you have? Fair enough. You know, having been in this business for 35 plus years, we have learned quite a bit and have transacted in about every kind of asset class you can imagine and made a lot of mistakes along the way. But I think what we do best is we don't make the same mistakes twice. And we try to move in a direction in real estate that is more recession resilient. I don't believe there's anything recession proof, but I do think there are certain areas of commercial real estate that you can protect your downside. And I think over the years, we've learned to do that. And it's really not five different classes of real estate. I think that you've got to understand the common denominator is really focusing on value add, hospitality, and living for the majority of the population. In our markets that we concentrate, we're in, I think, 15 states today, but they're all the South, Southeast state. Common denominator on where we transact is that it's where the majority of the population is moving. We're seeing great, great migration from the West Coast, Northeast to Texas, the Sun Belt, and uh, the Southeast. Business-friendly climates, uh, lower cost of living, and it's really worked very well for us. We do focus on what we think we know well, continue to expand upon that. You know, speak to how your maybe your team started to grow. You say you had, what, 12 or 15 people, you know, five years ago, and, you know, now, you know, hundreds. And what were maybe some of those hires there that were crucial to scale as well, like you have? We are a completely vertically integrated company. So we control all aspects of a real estate transaction. And, you know, I think that that helps us better analyze and do due diligence. And, you know, if something does not work out the way we want it to work out, there's nobody to blame but us. We have a robust, you know, acquisitions group, and they are charged with finding product in the markets in which we transact directly. We really don't buy anything that's listed for sale. If it's listed for sale and listed in the multifamily space with a CBRE or a Jones Lang or a Marcus and Millichap or an ARE or a Holiday Finolio or any of the uh, brokerage houses, we don't even attempt to buy it today. There is just so much competition. We're not that buyer. We're not going to be the last in. So we find and source these deals directly. Uh, and that comes with a strong acquisitions group. We have in-house due diligence, in-house underwriting. We have in-house asset management, in-house property management. We have uh, in-house legal and accounting. Uh, we have uh, reef development services and reef construction services. So as a result of being vertically integrated, controlling all aspects of a transaction, we, we're going to hire best in class and the best people that are suited for each of those disciplines. What is Agent Ignite? Are you wondering how you can make more money and create a competitive advantage for yourself and your clients in this ever-competitive real estate industry? Agent Ignite is the key to furthering your knowledge, establishing your expertise, and positioning yourself as a go-to expert. 
They deliver new and relevant knowledge so you can expand your clientele, close more deals, and ultimately increase income. Each month features a new guest speaker who will deliver on what is most relevant for your business. As a member of DMAR's Market Trends Committee, an avid champion for building wealth through real estate, and a self-proclaimed data geek, Nicole will share market trends and commentary that will add value to you and your clients. Staying up to date on industry statistics coupled with niche topics delivered by industry experts will help you motivate your buyers and sellers and make you more money. Sign up for the next Agent Ignite session at theruthteam.com slash events. That's T-H-E-R-U-E-T-H team.com forward slash events. Yeah, and I would imagine, you know, you can move much more efficiency, right, when you have all of those things in-house. I, I mean, I can just see that from us working with our attorney to the attorney you have to work with the seller, uh, you know, whether it's through due diligence, whatever it may be, and getting all the contracts back and forth. Hey, you, you got it all right there in-house. Uh, you can make things move efficiently and quickly. You're 100% right. Things happen in real time here. I can walk down the hall or, or walk to the second floor and, you know, get with our legal department whenever there's an issue. I can you know, go up to the fourth floor and, and visit with our property management or on the third floor asset management or whatever the case is. And uh, really, we're able to get real-time decisions made and accurate information from each of the different disciplines. We uh, rely heavily on technology and everybody is communicating uh, within the office real-time. So when issues arise, which inevitably they will, we have solutions and answers, solve those problems very, very, very quickly. When did you decide to vertically integrate? I know things like property management oftentimes through People say, well, you can't make any money in property management until you have at least 10,000 units. Or, you know, maybe you can speak to that, but also, you know, even bringing things like, uh, you know, in-house counsel uh, as well. Well, again, I think it comes for, it helps us execute not only more efficiently, but better. I think that we deliver better results to our investors as a result of controlling all aspects of that uh, particular transaction. We're not relying on third parties. It's all done in-house. And I think that we get better service, obviously, you know, that way. And I think that translates to better yields and uh, lower risk to where it matters, which is the equity investors. Would you speak to, uh, on that note, though, I couldn't agree more. I mean, it just helps the communication piece drastically, right? You don't have to wait on other people. You can move things along. You're not getting things approved. Uh, you can just make things happen. And I think it affects your bottom line. Even if the PM, you know, that business is not extremely lucrative and it's helping you be more lucrative, uh, you know, in your in your real estate business or the performance of that project. Uh, what about just challenges maybe you all faced as a business during the pandemic uh, and just how you all managed and navigated those, you know, over the last year, two years? So our thesis was always that the areas in which we focus are recession resilient. We had a great test with COVID and the pandemic. And, uh, you know, our thesis held true. In fact, uh, 2021 on our beachfront hospitality platform, that was the biggest year we had ever had in terms of revenue. ADR, average daily rent, occupancy, and consequently rep bar was higher than it had ever been. Same thing is true with our apartment portfolio. And I think that that goes back to strong asset management, strong property management, and uh, being ahead of it and communicating. Commun There's nothing more important than communicating. And we do that with our guests, with our tenants, and with our investors. And uh, we really did not miss a beat throughout COVID. Our offices, we did close and work from home about 30 days in March of 
20 or whenever it started, but we've been open and operating since. In fact, uh, you know, in, in the office, people that show up in the morning, we have food brought in. So there's people interacting all day long and uh, really not leaving. So I think that that helps us in uh, be able to transact more efficiently and better. Yeah, no, that's incredible. Uh, uh, what about uh, just any challenges with, uh, you know, scaling? You know, I mean, you're from 100 million to to the three and a half billion. What are some, just some challenges maybe you face with scaling a business and company like that? Well, it's, uh, you know, having good systems in place. Any new hires will go through uh, Reef Academy. It's a training process. And we have detailed manuals that are living, breathing documents that, you know, actually change weekly as better ways uh, are figured out of doing something or more efficiently. And so everybody is really trained and trained up. We like hiring uh, highly motivated young people and train them briefly. We do hire some real estate veterans but oftentimes have to retrain them. And so having the consistency within each of the departments within Reef that follows a manual has really helped us scale effectively. Having the processes documented, right? I like how you said it's a living document. So that tells me like we're, we're constantly improving it, I assume. We are, yes. And we're constantly relying on new technology. We, for asset management and monitoring the growth within Reef, we have uh, software engineers on staff that are writing our own programs consistent with the way we want to see things done. And, you know, we've bought all the software that's out there in the market and studied it and learned the best of each of the different systems to create our own. And I think that that too has helped us and certainly helps us in the hiring and the consistency with the level of professionalism we like from our employees. If you had to look back, you know, over the last number of years, let's say, you know, 10 years since uh, the big turn sounds like a, of growth happened, you know, five, six years ago, you know, what would you have done differently, you know, or, or is there anything? You know, I think that we have tried many different areas of commercial real estate and have fine-tuned today what we do. And to me, it was all an evolution. You know, even over that 35 years, you know, it's learning and figuring out how to do something better than everybody else is doing. How do we create outsized yield without increasing the risk to our investors? And as I said, it's an evolution. And I think that, you know, over the last 10 years, it's evolved to where we are today. Uh, the last five years where we've experienced all that growth, focused all our efforts on the workforce housing, middle America, and drive to, and I think that's key, drive to leisure and middle America hospitality and middle America multifamily. You know, that said, like, do you have any predictions, Skip, for the just the real estate market the next six to 12 months? And I think that uh, with inflation, here we're going to see some interest rate increases. In the multifamily space, where we primarily focus, the rental rate growth because of the demand exceeding the supply is outpacing You know, when we anticipate higher rental rates. And as a result of that, in the low cap rates that we're seeing from buyers in the market, it's likely that we're going to end up being net sellers in 2022 versus net buyers. First year ever will be net. In other words, we're not going to pay the prices to buy new assets that 
people are paying us for our assets. So we're really gearing up more on the ground up development side and taking advantage of these, uh, you know, prices that we're seeing in the market where, you know, buyers for the first time in a long time are paying uh, well in excess of 100% of, you know, well, you know, one and a half to two times construction cost. How can I buy existing assets you know, that we know we can develop a lot less. It's just great to get your insight on that. I think it's, I've heard that a few times from people on just what's happening right now. Uh, any daily habits that you have, Kip, that have helped you uh, just to achieve this level of success? You know, I, I try to keep an open mind and realize that we're not all things to everybody in the commercial real estate arena. Let's focus on what we've learned. Let's not be afraid to make mistakes. Let's learn from those mistakes. And let's continue to learn every day because it is a fluid industry. Construction costs come go up. You've got to have professionals in place that can move quickly and take advantage of disconnects as they present themselves. And I think that we do do that. And we, we stay open-minded and know we're not perfect. What's next for a reef? Like, what, is there a, a, another goal or let's say another five years from now? Or what are you all shooting towards? Well, I think that uh, we do have some very lofty goals. I'd like us to hit the $5 billion in AUM by the end of this year. That's going to be quite the challenge. Uh, that means that we'd have another year like we did in 2021, transacting over $1.5 billion in total deals. Though I think that we'll end up being net sellers on the multifamily side, we are aggressively pursuing ground-up developments and additional beachfront hospitality assets to redevelop. And I think that our reef communities is going to explode, meaning the single family residential uh, area of the company. And that, as I said earlier, includes uh, BTR, build to rent. I think we'll see that being a big push for us over the next two to three years. If you had to pick one thing that's contributed to your success, what would that be? Persistence. And, uh, you know, I keep going back to, uh, constantly learning and staying with it. It's persistence, it's learning, it's continually educating uh, yourself and figuring out, you know, who's doing things well and where people make mistakes and continuing to grow. Is there a way you like to educate yourself or that's worked the best for you? You know, it's uh, lots of meetings with lots of peers, competitors, and uh, constantly fine-tuning our market knowledge. As I said earlier, we're in 15 states, and we will spend a lot of time in the cities in which we transact to really understand the pulse of the city, how it's growing, why it's growing, analyzing what's happened in the past, and what's happening now, and what we foresee happening 12, 24, 36 months from now. How do you like to give back? Well, we give back in many ways. We do have a philanthropic part of Reef Holdings. We do, this past year, we've done, we've sponsored a couple of golf tournaments, and we've done a number of church uh, area uh, donations and Christmas giving. We also like to give back in uh, educating folks in what we do and what we found in real estate and help, you know, where they might be best suited for their careers. Kip, it's been a pleasure to meet you and have you on the show. You know, very few guests, you know, have, have numerous billion, you know, in assets under management. And so it's incredible just to, to talk through that a little bit, right? And even encourage myself and the listeners to shoot for a vision like that and that it is possible uh, as well. So great. 
grateful to have you. How can the listeners learn more about Reef and yourself? People just uh, call us or go to our website. I'll take any call 24-7. You know, check out uh, www.reef.com. You know, we're on social media as well. Come to our offices in Dallas. You don't need an appointment to show up. I'd recommend people show up during lunch because we usually have pretty good lunches catered in. And we'll, we'll sit down and uh, talk to you. Thank you for being a loyal listener of the Real Estate Syndication Show. Please subscribe and like the show. Share it with your friends so we can help them as well. Don't forget, go to lifebridgecapital.com where you can sign up and start investing in real estate today. Have a blessed day. 